Who are you talking to? No, really. Who are you talking to? Because today we are talking about communication. So whether you are a communicator now, a speaker, someone who needs to give presentations, anybody who is called to the mic, talking to your audience on social media, talking to family members that you need to get a message to, whatever the case may be, I got five keys for you today as relates to communication. It's so powerful to be able to unpack your thoughts in the privacy of what you're thinking to be able to effectively communicate that out in the open and in the public square, we'll say. Okay, the first key is write it down, make it happen. I'm going to use, you know, my last talk for the graduates at Rising Stars Business Academy and I was called to motivate, right? And it's so funny because I think we give more practice to when we are called to speak in front of real people than we ever do before the claps, before the request and the demand. So this is even my attempt to practice, right? And to remind you that discipline is super huge and super important to tap into before you're asked to speak. So writing it down, making it happen is what I went to when it came to preparing for my talk at RSBA. So... I opened up a Google Doc. I wrote down what I would say if I was standing in front of an audience. This allowed me to be free in my thinking. It allowed me to be creative as to what I want to say and have enough time to actually say it. And when I did that, I was actually kind of married to what I wrote. But then I knew I had to make a decision if I was going to memorize it, if I was going to read the script, or if I was going to give myself an outline. So those are the three options that you have when you are in front of an audience to, you know, convey a motivational message or even something that is going to have people act on what you say. And, um, that's pretty much where I started. I highly suggest finding some family members or friends that a person that you trust that you can run it by and they can give you some honest feedback because I reached out to my, um, selected auntie Joyce, Joyce Warhop, and she gave me a great tip to, you know, start off with something strong. Cause when I read it to her, I said, okay, you know, congratulations, graduate, blah, blah, blah. You know, I went straight into acknowledgement, acknowledging their perseverance. But she's like, yo, well, where, where's the intro? And it's funny because I had to relook at what I wrote and I, cause she was right. But then I had to review what I had to say. And then I was able to pick out something from the end and put that in the beginning because repetition is so important. So if there is a particular message that you want to say, you know, repeating that, finding a way to introduce what you're trying to say, what you want to talk about, and then ending with that same statement. So my statement was, you know, you have persevered through the fire. Now rise, shine, and go higher. So that was the ending. Instead of finding something new, I put that at the beginning and then we were gold, okay? So that was how I was able to introduce that. But it also came from a place of authenticity because my goal was not to practice to the degree where I didn't want to mess up because sometimes we're just trying to not mess up. And I think we are a lot more safe when we try to do that. But I really had the heart posture to be used to share what I've been through and to offer myself up as a representation of what's possible and really move my audience in the direction of motivation. So when they walk out, they can, you know, want to take over the world. So that was my intent to be used in that regard. But number two 
is take risk, okay? Take risk. You know, I took the great risk in this particular talk to use the word dope. I had acronym built from D-O-P-E, um, and I knew I wanted to connect with my graduates on, you know, what's cool and how, how they will be presented with a bunch of different ideas of what's cool, but I want to change the word to what's dope. And some may think that that isn't really much of a risk, but it was because I have a mixed audience of them and their parents. So what I did was I used, you know, the seasoned sisters and brothers to kind of bring them in the conversation as well. Because if you Google the word dope, you'll see uh, drugs, okay, and substances. So I knew I was taking a big risk and I didn't want that to go over anyone's head. So I had to address, you know, different pieces of the crowd, you know. So my, my suggestion to you is, be sure to take risks, whether it's to use humor, whether the risk is to talk about a controversial topic, but, you know, add some a little funniness to it, like whatever that risk is that you're, you kind of have a little resistance against, that may be the thing that you should do. And the beauty of me taking that risk was I had uh, a lady come up to me after and she was one of my seasoned sisters, okay? And she took notes and that blessed me because it showed me, you know what? This is why you should always take the risk because the very person that it could have, that could have missed it actually walked away and felt it was fruitful for her, you know, to take notes. And I think that was very special. And I, you know, suggest that to you is to always take risk when you are engaging with the audience and leave room for room. Number three, make sure you leave room for the room. Um, I typically personally, I pray before. I practice during and before I hit the stage. And I truly believe God knows who I'm speaking to. He knows the things that will prick their hearts and what moves them. So I have to leave enough room for spontaneity, right? So if I'm too married to my script, I don't have the opportunity to engage. You know, if I'm too busy reading, my head is down and I'm not, you know, seeing anybody here. If I'm too busy memorizing, then I may trip up over my word. And then the audience knows I messed up because I'm like, uh, I'm like a broken record. So what worked for me is to use an outline to study the outline in my flow and the timing. Okay. Cause I did study the time I have 15 minutes, but then also leaving room for the room. And you'll be surprised that you may get some claps and snaps on parts that you just did not even prepare for. And I think that's the beauty of dealing with human beings and human connectivity because you can see where people's pain points are. And you can also see, you know, the areas that they kind of take you on this journey while you're taking them to a destination. So leave room for the room is so important. If you over-prepare, that's okay, but over-prepare enough to feel confident in what you're saying. And my next point, number four, is to be your self. Be your whole authentic self. Show up as you, okay? How you wear your hair, how you dress. I mean, spice it up for the, for the you know, presentation. Make it nice and cute, you know, but at the end of the day, when you show up, allow people to have you as who you are. And I made sure, I mean, I'm goofy. So I can be very serious, but I can have some goofy moments too. So there may be something I'm saying and I want to be a little bit more animated. Well, I allow myself and give myself permission to do so. And I think anybody, you know, who maybe have some peculiar perks or things that you just do that are weird, you know, call it out, make it known to the audience because people really connect with that. So yeah, be yourself, be your whole authentic self and show up as you. You know, the last key, number five, is to uh, watch, improve, and repeat. 
find a way to record yourself speaking. Even if you are doing a live stream or you're doing a video for Instagram or any platform on social media and watch it back, play it back and see how you can improve. Did you say a lot of ums? Did you overly use a particular word? Don't allow that to discourage you or to be nervous. Just say, okay, I could maybe shave that off a little bit. You know what I mean? So I typically say, um, okay. I say, okay, a lot. Or I say, right. So sometimes it's a nervous twitch for me, but then I'm like, okay, well, since I say that, let me just shave that off because the more you can uh, curate your speech, the easier it is to hear and to understand the meaning. So, you know, if it's something that you just do because you're you and you kind of want that to be a part of your language, by all means, feel free. But if it's something that you want to improve, definitely do that, right? So watch yourself and how you, how, watch your body language, how you are on the stage, if you're on the stage, you know, watch how you engage with people and then say, okay, yeah, I can make some improvements from that. So anyway, that's my five keys to effective communication. There's so much to unpack on this topic, but real quick, I want to leave you with a resource that has been so helpful for me. And it is this book by Bishop T.D. Jakes called Don't Drop the Mic and How the Power of Your Words Can Change the World. Even if you don't watch sermons, this book is a great resource because he really unpacks the way he thinks and how he prepares. I had no idea that he actually, you know, will have his wife, Sarita, and the team like sit in the audience and like he run through his sermon to make sure like, hey, are you getting it? Like, do you because it's from his heart, right? So I didn't know that. I thought he just studied at home and he just does his thing on stage. But to know that. I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy when I go out to the park and like read my little notes, you know, making sure I meet my 10 minute mark. So he has a lot of great tips and um, some really just great keys to drop on you um, as it relates to communication. See, I'm saying um again, but it's okay. You know, these are human things that we do when we communicate and do not be afraid to do that. Okay. So that's all I got right now for this PSO podcast for this conversation. And I'm looking forward to many, many more, but just remember the power of communication can move mountains. It is a key to elevation and greatness.